Welcome to the Jeffers Notes with John Jeffers, only on Contra Radio Network. Welcome to the Jeffers Notes. Not quite as involved as the Jeffers Brief, and I'm trying to keep both programs probably 40 to 30 minutes, even shorter. Your time's important. You don't want to listen to me, yada, 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 the entire time. All right, so um, today for some reason, I'm going to share this true story for you. I got, I got two of them. And I don't know why today, but, but for some reason, that brought me back good 10, 20, eh, at least 15 years. Um, these are both true stories. Both of them happened when I was working on the, at the sheriff's office. Uh, gosh, had to be in the early, well, I don't know. Yeah. Probably in the early 2000s, mid, mid-2000s maybe. The first one concerns a motorcyclist. We'll call him Jeff because that was his first name. I don't know if his family is still around or whether they listen to the show, and I don't want to put them in any type of pain or misery. Um, got a call over in uh, District 1 which was uh, the Beach Park, Waukegan, Zion area at, uh, was it, Wadsworth and Sheridan of a 1050. That's a crash with injuries. Car versus motorcycle. And that's it was, eh, I want to say it's probably September maybe, if I remember right. It was sunny out. It was dry. It was warm. So anyways, and I get there. I recognize the motorcyclist. The driver is the the driver of the car is an absolute mess. Um, there are plenty of witnesses. There's no doubt about what happened, and I recognize the motorcyclist when I worked another district. And I gotta say, he never fought with me. He fought with other deputies. He never fought with me. Maybe, you know, for, I don't know why, but I liked him. Now I never had an issue with him. If there was a problem, I'd go to him. I talked to him. I said, this is what's going on. This is why I have to be here. You know, that kind of thing. And that was the truth of the matter. I never lied to him and I never would because my credibility is worth more than a lot. Believe me. However, um, I realized he was probably not going to make it. I mean, ambulance was coming. They're still a ways off. And I went to him and I said, Jeff, it's Jeffers. Give me your hand. I'm going to take your hand. You can't. Can you hear me? And he, he, could, he couldn't even talk. I said, if you can hear me, you squeeze my hand right now. And he squeezed my hand. I said, okay. I said, brother, I don't think you're going to make it on this one. I, I don't think you're going to, so let's do this. So for you Pentecostal Christians out there, 
uh, you'll understand this. Some of you may or may not, it, and, and I, I don't know. I'm going to put it out there. I gave him the expressway version of Roman's Road because I always I didn't think Jeff was saved. I don't know. This is just my opinion, the way he lived his life, his lifestyle. Didn't strike me as him being a uh, a saved man. So I gave him a quick Romans road, and I and by quick, I mean we're talking real fast. I said, Jeff, I'm going to ask you some questions real quick, and if you say yes, you want to say yes, you squeeze my hand once. And it was very quick, and I said, are you sorry for all the sins you've ever committed? He squeezed my hand once. I said, do you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior? He squeezed my hand once, and that was the end. I often think about Jeff, and I wonder if it did him any good. And there was nothing I could do. His All of Jeff's injuries were internal. There was nothing I could do to stop it. You know, and that's another thing. And before I go on to the next one, I was talking to my partner years later about this. He says, I remember that call. I heard it, but he was working in a different district. So I told him about it, and he said, you know, he says, if there's one, and he was an FTO, so he taught other deputies. He says, one of the things I always, that I wish we would do more often, and that is teaching these young new deputies that when you get the call for a 1050 with personal injury, it doesn't matter how fast you get to that scene. You are one, you'll never get there soon enough. Two, no matter how fast you get there, you won't stop the crash from happening. There is, and he said, three, we're not doctors. We can only do so much. They only give us so much to do. Or, or, or tools to work with. Said so I agree with that. So a lot of so that rearranged my thinking, and I understood the fact. Look, if you're in a crash and you're injured, you want somebody there right away to help you. If the responding officers get into a crash on the way to help you, they're not going to help anybody because they can't get to you. Second story, Christian man. He was a deacon with me at my church. His name is Jim. Um, again, I'm not going to use his last name because I think his family may listen to this. I, I don't know. Again, I don't want to put his family in any more pain, but I was going to call him Jim because that was his name. And Jimmy was one of these guys who, and you know the type, doesn't say a lot, but when he does speak, People shut up, stop what they're doing, and listen. Jim was that kind of a guy. And I like Jim. He's a smart guy, too. He is really into uh, um, technology, especially at the early internet. Really, you know, he knew his stuff. But he worked, uh, you know, manufacturing. Um, he was into the church, loved Jesus. And during my divorce, you know, back in, I want to say, 1999, uh, I had left the church. 
And I would left the church because, one, I didn't think it was right for me to continue in a church leadership position when I'm going through a divorce. I have other things to worry about, to deal with. And um, I lost contact with Jim. And, was, and, I, and, you know, I liked him and his wife, nice people, good Christians, as far as I could tell. And they raised their children in the church. And um, I'm home one day. I'm, you know, I had a day off. And I get this call from my partner. He was working. He says, hey, man, what are you doing? I said, I'm at home. I'm not working. I'm off. He goes, well, I know that. But what are you doing? I said, nothing. Why? What's up? He said, hey, do you know Jim so-and-so? And I said, well, God, yeah. I said, I haven't heard that name in years. What, 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 what's going on? He goes, hey, man, he was out bicycling. He had a heart attack and died on the side of the road. I said, well, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, I said, I'll let my ex-wife know. I know she was still friends with his wife, and I, you know, didn't, you know, just trying to be nice. He says, no, no. He says, he says, you don't get it. I said, don't get what? He says, he was asking for you. I said, asking for me? Really? So by the time I get this message, and this, it's like, you know, Jimmy has done passed away onto the great river beyond. And, uh. I said, what was he asking about? What did he say? They said, we don't know. He says, what do you mean you don't know? I said, you're investigating, right? He goes, yeah. Well, if you're the investigator for the crash, what the what did the man say before he died? He says, they, he wanted to know if I knew you, and I told him yes. And he, and, he, and he kept trying to say something. He says, I couldn't figure out what it was he was trying to tell me. I said, well, did you ask the paramedics? Because they were there. I mean, the man died in the ambulance. And he said, yeah, he says he just couldn't get past. He had to talk to you about something. I said, well, I'm sorry I missed it. I, you know, and I've always felt bad about that. And like, and today, again, it was one of those days. It's like, what was it he wanted to tell me? What was it he wanted to ask? I don't know. I don't know what anything. All I know, that was the message. The message, do you know John Jeffers? And, it, and my partner said, well, yeah, he's my partner. He's, and he, he said, and he tried to say something and just couldn't get it out. You know, so today was one of those days. I just wanted to share it with you. Yeah, I've seen death. It ain't pretty. Even people say, well, he went peacefully. Bullshit. No one ever goes peacefully. Don't don't buy into that. It's not true. Because even if that person is in pain, the fact is their ego, the id, is screaming for survival. Anyways, that's what I wanted to share with you today. And anyway, so a lot of you people are freaking out about this whole thing about Trump being tossed off the Illinois ballot. Look, this is a cook, I mean, crook county judge. She gets, she's getting her 15 minutes of fame. Don't forget, it's an election year. They elect judges and on the county level here in Illinois. And my guess is this. This is my guess entirely. The Supreme Court 
will probably rule on the uh, Trump versus Colorado ballot, that issue coming up. If it's not today, tonight, tomorrow, over the weekend, it's got to be fairly, fairly soon because I believe Colorado voters go to the polls next week in the primaries. So they have to have an answer. I'm thinking, this is my guess, my guess is SCOTUS is going to sit there and put a stop to all this nonsense. Say he stays on the ballot, and we're not going to hear any more. And nobody's, everybody's going to be, and all courts at all levels will be enjoined from prevent from doing this. So that way we can stop. Because the fact is, here they already started early voting here in Illinois. With our primaries are March nineteenth. They can't take Trump off the ballot. So the people that did vote for him. You're going to say those people are disenfranchised now because, well, their vote doesn't count. At least not, at least not for the Republicans. And that's bullshit. It's true. I'm sorry. I use bad language. I'm not sorry. Uh, a note for all of you. For those of you that watch me and Contra Radio Network on YouTube, we're leaving YouTube. I've had it with them. I have absolutely had it up to here with them. And we are going to rumble. You can still access all of our episodes on uh, Podbean, uh, Spotify, a bunch of, I'm on like 9, 10, 14 other platforms. That's where Contra Radio is. However, YouTube has decided to take it upon themselves to start pulling episodes. Which is fine by me because for I I told all my hosts way back in 2020, if you're going to talk about certain taboo subjects that YouTube doesn't want, put it at the middle or the end of your show. Make those fact checkers listen to your entire show. Make them listen to it. And they did. So now they're... Oh, you, you, this is medical misinformation. Really? What's wrong with it? Who knows? But that's okay. I'm not, I'm leaving YouTube. I've had it anyways. We have 80 followers there. So if you get this, know this. We're leaving YouTube. They can just, you know, kiss my white ass goodbye because they don't care. I know they don't. I'm not that big a deal for them. And they aren't a big deal for me. So I can go to Rumble and not worry about censorship or snowflakes whose feelings might be hurt. Don't care. What else is there? My friends, I'm trying to think of, is there anything else? You know, um, on the next Jeffrey Brief, we're going to do part two about inducting people into your group. I got some permission to uh, use those articles, so that's really cool. I can use it for the next Jeffers Brief episode coming up next week, maybe the next few days. You know, um, I talked to my uh, one of my hosts, David uh, Kirshner of the Kirshner Files. We, I swear to God, we talk like a bunch of old women, like an hour and a half on the phone, yakking away. And his nickname for Biden is Roomba. And I started cracking up. I said, "You know what?" I, too, am going to start referring to him as Roomba. Why? 
because he rarely knows where the hell he is, what the hell he's doing. He just wanders around and bumps into stuff, just like a Roomba. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, when I hear that he had his medical, his annual medical exam, and, oh, he doesn't need a cognitive, a mental, a mental, is it cognitive mental evaluation? What kind of doctor are you? A veterinarian? What? I'm serious. How can, how can anybody believe what's coming out of these politicians' mouth and their, and, and their sycophants? I get it. It's politics and you don't want to put on a bad face, but come on. It's like counting votes after hours. Still waiting for a reasonable explanation of why we're seeing what we're seeing, but yet the powers that be said, oh, no, that's not true. It's all slight. Oh, no, no, no. They didn't count votes. There were people there. They didn't pull any ballots out from suitcases after, after the polls had closed and sent, sent all the poll watchers home. That never happened, really, because I, I know what I saw. And I know what I see when I see Roomba babbling about, you know, you know, the, you know, the, the best thing I love is that they just give him an ice cream cone and send him on his way. And he's like, That's, he's, he's Roomba. Doesn't know where he's at. Doesn't know what's going on. That's why they don't, that's why they don't let him take any questions. And he's surrounded constantly by his handlers. I cannot imagine what last, uh, this week's meetings at the White House were like for the, you know, about the continuing resolution to fund the government. Can you imagine what it's like with that goof? Can you imagine? I would love to be a fly on the wall. I'd probably end up pissing my pants laughing. It's like, this is the fool that you installed? This is the guy you chose? Really? I don't blame his dog for biting people. The dog's caretake, you know, dog's owner's nuts. And senile. I'm surprised that the dog is probably too thinking, hey, who knows? You know, so but that's me. I'm just babbling. So again, we'll be on Rumble from now on. Or I can't, YouTube has prevented me from uh, syndicating all the episodes on YouTube over to Rumble. And that's okay because. All the episodes I've ever done for the last 10 years are either going to be on Blog Talk Radio or they're on Podbean. Every episode. So there you have it. There it is. I'm trying to think, is there anything else I want to hit you guys up with? Oh, um, the people on Gab are complaining because Gab is saying, look, we're, it's kind of like, and I understand this. The owner of Gab, Andrew Torba, has come out and announced, look, he says, we're going to start limiting a lot of uh, the stuff that you guys have put on your accounts because they're free. And we're running out of room, and it's costing us a lot of money because we have to buy servers to keep expanding, expanding, expanding. I get it. It doesn't bother me because I upgraded to a pro account on Gab a long time ago. Long time ago. I'm of the opinion that it's okay to use it for free for a while, but you know what? I'm not a freeloader. I will pay for what I use. Kind of like here. I've been doing this show for 10 years, since approximately June of 2014. 
And I didn't, I've never charged for it. I've always asked for $2. And now I'm starting to say, you know what? This is getting kind of expensive. I get it. I understand it. I understand what Torba's saying. And granted, his platform is a lot bigger than mine. Huge, as a matter of fact. But two different types of you know entities. So what I'm thinking is this. I'm thinking, you know, and I, I, you know, this is why I'm just throwing it out there. I'm really considering maybe putting CRN behind a paywall for $2 a month. I mean, it's $2. You can't even get a cup of coffee practically for $2. I mean, so that's what I'm thinking about doing. I just wanted to, um, no, cancel that. I just, I just want you to know what I'm thinking. And if you could find it in your hearts not to be freeloaders and, um, you know, throw in a couple bucks. I'm not saying my information is worth at least $2 a month. Now, I'll take more, of course. And plus I could, what I do is because Kirshner helps me run this, any money we take in, I split it with Kirshner because he's a stand-up guy and I won't screw him over. Now, for the rest of you who don't like my show, who don't like Kirshner, who don't like CRN, I put it out to you again. Please contact me at contraradio at live.com. Tell me you wanted your own show. I will give you your own show so that you may learn what it's like to be on this side. And I, you know, Don, I mean, Dave and I, we, we put in a lot of time that you guys don't realize. I think Dave puts in more time than I do. Me, I'm used to doing it so I can do most of it in my head. Dave goes down and he types out show notes and all that stuff. Me, I don't care. I got it up here. I don't need to. On occasion, um, like uh, last Jeffers brief, I had, I had two pages typed out because those are the stuff I wanted to say. And I got some other stuff coming up that I'm, I'm going to share with you on the next Jeffers, probably in about two weeks with the Jeffers brief, because I want to finish up inducting people and inducting the right people into your group, whether it be a prepper group or a Patriot group. All right. So there we go. This is what's going on. You know, I don't, I'm not BSing you. I'm not lying to you. I want you to understand what's happening and why. Okay, I thank you all as, uh, for all of, you know listening. By the way, oh, and for the health conscious, two sixty three. Yes, head in the right direction finally. And maybe in an in upcoming episode in the near future, I'll tell you what I've done to get to that. I was at three hundred and I had my heart attack. I dropped to two fifty five right after uh, the sur- my bypass surgery because I had limited menu. And then I ballooned up so I could heal up. Then we hit 280, and now I'm back. I'm going back down again. We're going to keep going back down. Anyway, so yes, I know. Thank you. Appreciate it. And no, I have not picked up the cigarette again. I stopped smoking a long time ago, over a year ago, and I'm not going back. All right. Hey, thanks for listening to me, Babylon. Um, I mean, I, I was I was just glad to share some of those, a couple of those stories. I don't usually go for war stories, and that's what that is, really. So, anyways, 
Uh, I'll see you all in a few days on the Jeffers Brief. I want to finish that up because I think it's some good information that you're going to need. Use what you need. Take care of each other. Make sure you plan. There's some interesting things coming up, I think. Be prepared because I'll share that too on the next Jeffers Brief, I think. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a, If I don't see you, have a good weekend. Be safe driving home tonight, and we will talk to you later.